Yo, yo, mic check, one, two, episode 167, Serious Rap yes. Shit Podcast. I'm your host, John. I'm your other host, Josh. And yeah, we, we, we on and popping. How's it been, Josh? I'm cooling, man. I'm cooling. First, uh, you know, let's make sure we give a shout out to the lady Lissa. Yeah. Happy Liz, birthday shout out. Liz birthday. Happy birthday, Liz. Yeah. She yeah, in the yeah, background yeah. like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, and this podcast will come out on should come out on my birthday. How about that? Everybody's birthday. Yeah. My brother is uh, February eighth. Mm-hmm. All my people's y'all birthday is all clustered together. Yeah, yeah, that, that same thing with you know you just the like all y'all birthdays is right around the same time too. How about that? I I know um, like three zodiac signs. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, man, you know, 40, dog, like, <sighs> yeah, I don't know, man, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to be like, I mean, like, I'm positive about it, because, like, I feel like I have, like, one thing, like, so it'd be like, you break down decades or whatever, like, mm-hmm. I was turning 30, I basically was, like, just splitting with my kid's mom, mm, yeah. Um, yeah, and, like, trying to reorganize my life figure out like what I was doing with myself, um working a job I fucking hated. Um and uh like just didn't know didn't know what was gonna happen, like what I was gonna do forever. Cause like I knew I couldn't keep doing the job I was gonna do. I right. knew right. like if I did that shit I'd rather fucking hang myself. For mm. real. Like that's not like hyperbole or nothing. Like that's just real rap. Yeah. And so I was just like, yo, I need to figure out like what's gonna happen. And like me and you had worked on a few different things. Like we had some ideas and shit like that that we wanted to do. Yeah. So like that is like, you know, so we had worked on a few different things, trying to figure some stuff out. And it just, you know, we wasn't sure exactly like I wasn't eating good, wasn't like trying to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Um like I feel good because like at least like like I'm eating better now. You know what I mean? I have some like focus. Like I know where, like you know, where I want my my shit to go and like my life to like move in. Right. Um. So like I feel that kind of shit, but like also I think I think more than anything, like I think the pandemic and like being stuck in the crib. Mm. Um. You know, normally we be like going out tonight out to tour. celebrate. Listen, listen, my birthday and yep. shit. We be going to do shit, doing like, it, hit yeah. the strizzy or something. Like you know what I mean? Have fun, go get some drinks. Yeah. Not doing any of that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I think that's part of it. Um, I think that that idea of being locked in, it, we going into like a year and shit, you know what right. I mean? Right. Right. So I think that's part I think that's part of like I think that's part of what's dragging me because I was like, yo, I'm turn forty. Like the idea to be like, yo, forty, I'm gonna have a big birthday and shit. Like, you know what right. I mean? Do it big and like really turn up. It ain't happening this year. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I had mine in November and couldn't do a party. I said the list. Yeah. Uh I was like, yo, I would have 
had we not been on lockdown, I would have threw like the crazy bash yeah. for 40, you know what I mean? Had like every fucking DJ <laughs> that's my homie come through and spin and we would have like celebrated. But yeah, it it does suck to have a landmark birthday and you can't really celebrate it with your peoples, you know what I mean? Yeah. My mom's turning yeah. 70 this year. Is she going to celebrate? Yeah. She her birthday's coming up in May, and she's probably gonna be on lockdown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I might pop in and see her and and wave at her from a fucking distance, but you know you gotta have have a, a birthday away from your people. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it's it's a uh, it's a situation where you're like, man, I don't really want to like, I don't want to be fucking celebrating birthdays when I'm locked in but like you know you gotta do what you gotta do man like yeah you know it ain't ain't situation like I think I I got so I was watching uh, I was reading something the other day and um, uh, they were talking about Thor Love and Thunder um, is getting ready to start shooting and Mm -hmm. they were like Taika Waititi was uh, like he had like uh indigenous folks and they're shooting in Australia so he had indigenous folks come and like bless the setting yeah. and blah, blah 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 like you know and, and thank them for letting them use the land so they could shoot and shit mm, yeah and I'm just looking around nobody got no fucking masks on <laughs> like they like just back to life and yeah. shit yeah just doing it yeah like in the Australian Open is I think next week in tennis and they're going to have 20,000 people in the stands. Jesus, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I th- like I think part of me is just like, why can't we get this shit right? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Why can't, like, they just, I just read earlier today, you know, first it was, oh, we're going to give $2,000 checks out the door. Mm-hmm. Then it was, oh, they we're going to give 1400 yeah. yeah. Now, well, what we're going to do, 1400 because you got the 600 already, so we're going to do 1400 now they're saying Republicans is trying to talk about trying to negotiate down to a thousand, mm-hmm. and it's like, and the Democrats well, will take it. That's the yeah, that's the like, fucked up part about it. Like you already had the power to do the two thousand dollar checks once we once they won Georgia. Like you had the power to do the two thousand dollar checks. Yeah, you negotiated yourself down to fourteen hundred, mm-hmm. and before. You even got to go like before you even talk to them. You already dropped six hundred. Now you now you might lose some more money. Yeah. I was just telling somebody it fuck around be an Arby's coupon by the time we done. Right, dog. And you know, a lot of people need that fucking money. You know what I'm saying? A, a lot of folks. The difference between you know two grand and fourteen hundred is significant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The fact that uh, the Democratic Party, I can't even say because like the the common narrative is like, you know, oh, they're weak and they just backpedal. Maybe that's partially it. I think these motherfuckers have just contempt for us and they don't care. And they just, you know, it's easy to pawn it off. Like it's like wrestling where like the Republicans can be the heel, you know, but everybody's in on the con or everybody's in on the show. You know what I'm saying? There's no way you own the uh, executive branch. You got the Senate and the House. You know what I mean? And and y'all can't get this stuff done. Nah, it, it, it's 
like you said, I think it's pure contempt. Like, because you know they held up the negotiations over the summer because they didn't want to like the Democrats didn't want to concede on anything. So yeah. they were like, well, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do like so we got that fucking first stimulus in like May, mm-hmm. and we went all the way to fucking December before we got anything else. Yeah, people get been getting bounced out of their cribs. People can't eat. Yeah, like this shit is shameful. Yeah, man. Like I just read like, uh, oh, I can't think of the brother's name, but he's like one of the, like, uh, like. The forefathers of photography, like hip hop photography and shit. I can't think of the brother's name, man. Damn, Jamel Shabazz. Um, no, damn, I can't think of his name. But he, like, he about to get evicted and uh, facing all types of issues and shit like that. So, like, ain't no fucking excuse for this shit, man. Like, this, like, oh, I, and I was re- oh, what the fuck was I reading the other day? Something about um. Oh, uh, so what? Like, we're on the East Coast here, and I know mm-hmm. like the, the Northern West Coast is facing some issues too, uh, about um, like snow, like crazy snowfall. We about to get. We're supposed to be getting blasted. It's Sunday. We're recording this. Uh, we're supposed to get blasted with a crazy um, snowfall. Yeah. Um, you know, blizzard in '96. Hoodies, jackets, and beanies <laughs> available on SeriousRapShit dot com. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but we supposed to get blasted with like crazy uh, a snowfall, and it was super crazy cold the other day, and so the cold blue was in effect. So, uh, yeah, um, which is I don't know if that's in every state or not or whatever, but like cold blue here in Philly is, uh, if you see somebody who's uh, homeless or whatever, like you can call this number and get them like so you can get them into a place so they have shelter for the night so they're not like out on the street yeah for for like crazy uh cold temperatures yeah crazy cold temperatures which first of all is insane the fact that like we can find space when it's really cold yeah like but you know if it's not too bad outside they can sleep on the street it's like yo if Um, it's it's like 35 degrees you all right yeah when it gets to 20 i was like no unacceptable so like it just came to my head where i was just like you know, not everybody's going to get a phone call for him. Like, there's going to be people out there regardless. Yeah. And, like, it just came in my head, like, yo, someone's probably going to freeze to death in the city tonight. Mm-hmm. We live in the richest country in the world, and we can't house every human being. It's a joke, man. Yeah. It's a joke. And, like, that's why I said this on, on Twitter not too long ago. When they were talking about like the the stimulus and like oh yo people are gonna get evicted blah 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 I was like people get evicted every now and this isn't excusing it but mm-hmm. this is just saying like people get evicted and thrown out on the streets they starve every day yeah like we choose these are choices that like people have made like it's it's easy it's it's better for people to become you know make thirteen trillion over the fucking uh, pandemic for these rich people to have accumulated 13 trillion more dollars worth of wealth than it is to make sure every human being has a place, you know, a roof over their head and food in their stomach. Yeah. Like, we make that fucking conscious choice every single day. Yeah. It's policy. It's, 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 yeah. it's uh, cultural. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's baked in the culture. It's baked in the policy. Yeah, you're right. It's a conscious choice at this point. It's not a thing that we can avoid 
or it's not a thing that we can't avoid. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We've talked about this before. Like we've seen, you know, we were in Center City yesterday and they're literally building like, you know, shelter for people to, you know, hang out in like the neighborhood or in, you know, fucking what they call Midtown now. You know what I mean? And eat at fancy restaurants on the fucking side of the corner or in the middle of the sh- or not the middle but like on the uh the sidewalk or the, the street and shit you know what i mean like they're building housing with like uh you know heating and ventilation i saw one that had like a heater in it and a, a fucking ventilator sticking out of it and they built you know eight of them alongside of mm-hmm. the uh the walkway so we've made a choice that we can do that to protect capital and to keep people entertained and wanting, you know, people want to go out and eat or whatever at these restaurants, but it's not an option for uh, people who are vulnerable and people who need housing. Yeah, it's 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 criminal, man. Like we have failed as humans when we've made that we made that choice. Like we yeah. failed as humans. Yeah. Like um it, it's it's pathetic, man. It's pathetic. Like you just don't you know, I don't get it, man. Like I, I just look at that kind of shit and it, it makes me sad, man. It makes me sad for like you know, this the society like I'm raising my kids in and like yeah. this is the society that like and this is what you know, we've accepted. Mhm. You know what I mean? Like we're against it. We don't believe in this should be, you know, how it's how it's done. But like every day, man, every day somebody's dying that don't need to die, y'all. Yeah. Every day somebody's dying because they don't got health care. Every day somebody's dying because they ain't got food in their stomach. I was just talking. Um, shout out to the homie Ben. We was just talking about um, the schools because um, he's a public school teacher, and mm-hmm. like, you know, how many of those kids are relying on like free public meals, like free school, free school lunches and breakfasts because those are the meals they get for that day. Right. Right. Like, you know, kids going hungry and there's no excuse for it. Like we, there's no excuse for it. And like this country accepts it. And like, we have been so trained. It's just like, you know, the big argument now has been the $15 an hour, uh, minimum wage mm-hmm. um, They passed it federally So no federal employee Makes less than $15 an hour The fact that any federal employee Was making less than $15 an hour Is wild to me Crazy. To begin with Yeah um, But uh, You know They're now trying to get it Pushed through And they're like Yeah well, well You know the, Now the goal is 2025 For $15 an hour Which is like That won't be acceptable In 2025 No um, But Like The you see so many people making the argument against it where they're like, well, I'm a school teacher and like I had to get a master's degree to become a school teacher and, and I, I don't, I barely make uh, $15 an hour. It's like, well, then your job is fucking you. Right. Then you're but being like, underpaid. Yeah, but we're so trained in this country to hate the poor and not hate poverty that we think like, yeah, you... Yeah, you're right. Like you, you should be getting paid. Like you know what I mean. Like why pay somebody who works in fast food this much money when you don't get paid? It's like well, you don't get paid enough. So nobody should get paid more. Yeah, which is idiotic to me. It's idiotic. And what's crazy? um, Thinking about uh, how this pandemic has has kept spreading and how it's um, you know other countries are, are dealing with it differently. It just reminds me. Um, 
when we were kids, we used to listen to like uh, Khalid Muhammad and like uh, Farrakhan and shit like that. And they used to always call America a barbaric country. You know what I mean? They would say this shit is, is barbaric. And I'm thinking about, I mean, obviously, you know, all of the like violent things that uh, happen here, that that uh, characterization is warranted. But thinking about how uh, the people in power refuse to give up like the smallest amount of money to keep people in the house to stop this thing. Bodies are piling up. You got cities where they can't even cremate people or they can't even bury people fast enough. Bodies are piling up in trucks and shit. You know what I mean? And and uh, uh, temporary storage. You know what I'm saying? People are dying unnecessarily because they don't want to they don't want to give up like the smallest amount of money just to keep people in the crib and keep this shit from uh, spreading. It's a tweet. I'm looking at this guy, uh, Ruthless Apollo tweeted. uh, He says stimulus packages in other countries, the UK, 80 percent of workers salary. Denmark, 75 percent of salary. Netherlands, 90 percent of salary. Canada, 2K a month. Australia, 1K a month. Meanwhile, the richest country on earth weasels its way out of making a one-time $2,000 payment. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So the priority, and mind you, like you said earlier, billionaires have been getting more money. You know, whatever they've passed while this has happened, they've managed to squirrel away money to uh, rich people it's just so petty and dumb and 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 like evil you know what I'm saying that the the way that this shit has been handled and throughout this whole election cycle all we heard was yo get get a democrat in and it's gonna be cool get a democrat in and they're gonna fix it on day one day one we on day I don't know what the fuck you know what I'm saying and they haven't done anything you know, they passed some other shit, whatever, you know what I mean? But they haven't handled this shit. And it's just, uh, it make you want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If 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 the pandemic don't kill you, you might walk outside and a fucking cop decide to kneel on your neck for eight minutes or whatever and kill you to squash your life out for no reason. It make you want to bounce. Not that there's not, you know, racism and capitalism all over the world, but this shit here is the worst. It's a fucking shithole. Like, like I said, man, um, New Zealand had a mass shooting, their first mass shooting in like 20 years. The next week, there's gun control. Yep. Like, yo, nah, we're not, we not doing it no more. Yep. They just passed a state of emergency for climate change. Mm-hmm. Like, they were like, no, we're just going to pass. We argue, we can't even get fucking sensible gun laws on the books. Yeah. Like, sensible ones. Right. We can't even get on the books. Right. You know what I mean? We can't get, you know, fucking, like, sensible uh uh, carbon emission shit on the books mm-hmm. like we can't do any of that shit man yeah. like this country is so is so bogged down and so much shit is just like it's just a joke man like and I and like with, with the shit that's going on now with like 
the the stimulus shit where it's like yo you negotiated against yourselves and brought the stimulus down like before we even, before you even talked to republicans you you right. brought your stimulus down right cuz it's like well we can't we're not we probably won't be able to get to 2000 so let's bring it down to 14 it's the same shit you know same shit that happened with obama um with like the medicare for all shit when he first got in he was like yeah we're going to get medicare for all mm-hmm. And before he even sought to brought that shit to the republic to the table, he was like, and they had control. Similar situation where they had control of the house and the senate. Yep. Similar situation, and they were just like, well, before we even do that, let's pare it down and, uh, and get rid of the Medicare for all. Yeah, yep. it's like, well, it won't out. pass if we do it this way. Mm-hmm. But like the Trump tax cuts got pushed through, right? They didn't go like, yo, we're gonna come and negotiate. Like they were like, no, this is what's gonna happen. Yep. Bush did the same shit. Like with the shit that he wanted passed, he got fucking done. Yeah, and Obama did and the same thing when they needed a trillion dollars, a trillion on the books. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, apparently, there was another trillion in other shit that ended up uh, happening when they needed a bailout. There was no, you know, hand wringing or no uh, debate about that shit. They both got in line. They can never get in line when it's for us. No, well, though they already talking about with all this shit going on um, with the Robin Hood shit and uh, the inflating, artificially inflating like GameStop stock and all this other bullshit, mm-hmm. shit that like motherfuckers on the stock, the folks who work in the stock market every day, been doing forever, and uh, you know, so motherfuckers on Reddit tanked the whole hedge fund, mm-hmm. and now they talking about like. There's already talk in Congress about possibly passing um, a bailout for these fucking for Wall Street right. because of this shit that happened. Because <laughs> they got beat at their at yeah, because the, they at got the beat game they that they game. play every day. Yeah, it's like crazy. the shit that they get beat at their own game, and they're like, "Yo, well, we might have to pass a, a bailout for them." It's like, where's American people's bailout, man? Right, like we've been pumping money into the system. Like it's crazy, man. It's crazy, and like. I don't think there's another country in the world that would have... They kept talking about COVID as like, oh, this is a war. This is a war. We got to beat COVID. We got to beat COVID. Mm-hmm. How is Bezos not war profiteering then? Right. Right. How is like... Right. How are these companies not war profiteering then? Well, shit. If, if, if you're going to charge him, you know what I mean? They didn't charge, you know, Halliburton or whoever... You know what I mean? During like the Iraq and Afghanistan yeah. wars. And oh, the no. Ops, I mean, so. yeah. it's not. I'm just saying, no like, if you're going to keep. This call, point. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to keep calling it a war, this dude is profiteering, profiting off this off this shit. Yeah. Like, he's legit using this as an opportunity to profit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's sad, man. Um, it's criminal. Um, and that kind of ties into uh, the first, like, main topic we wanted to talk about this week. Um, so FX is doing a show um, that's coming up on February 12th. Um, it's called Hip Hop Uncovered. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, basically going to be covering like the people who like backed hip hop early on. And yeah. Uh, yeah. a lot of times that came from like a criminal element, like hustlers and drug dealers and shit like that. Uh, matter of fact, uh, Trump, right before he left office, when he released a bunch of pardons, he pardoned Harry O., who mm-hmm. was uh, the financial backer for Suge Knight when Suge Knight started Death Row. Yeah. Um, and he's, you know, a gangster. Like, you know, um, so I'm interested to check this out. Like, I, I am intrigued by it. Uh, 
But I want to know if they're going to make the bigger overall connection to um, music and entertainment in general that all that shit is been backed by uh, criminal enterprises for a very long time. Right. Right. Um, all forms of music were all like backed, especially early on with like, you know, criminal money. And so it was profit profitable for, you know, anybody else to get involved. Yeah. This is a way to launder money. You know what yeah. I mean? That's kind of like the story since we, you know, we go in macro and macro. That's kind of like the story of America. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, Oh, Definitely. Motherfuckers want to, you know, uh, motherfuckers are involved in like the underworld and like the criminal economy. You want to make this shit legitimate. You know what I mean? You find a business that you can funnel that money into. And it's absolutely been the case uh, for music and a, a host of other industries. Oh, completely. I mean, Vegas's whole setup was set up by, you know, organized crime. Yeah. Um you know, a bunch of Hollywood studios, shit like political families were set up by organized crime. Mm-hmm. So um, I just want to see if they do it bigger. I just don't want to, I don't want the complete negative connotation just surrounded on hip hop. Like, oh, yeah. it's just hip hop that did this. Right, right. Um, you know, music throughout you know throughout its history has been backed by criminal enterprises uh-huh. so i just want to make sure it's not just like let's like let's nail down on hip-hop mm-hmm. and um make it about how hip-hop was you know fucking being funded by drug dealers and you know gangsters and pimps and shit like that because i think you know it continues this uh this idea that so many people have uh, about hip hop that I just don't think is, I don't think it's hip hop alone. You know what I mean? And like, so I, I'm hoping to see them make those kind of connections. You right. know what I mean? Open it up and have a, a, a broader conversation, a fully, you know, uh, nuanced conversation with context. Yeah. And if you can't do that, then, you know, I know two people who could <laughs> do those kind of things and like make those connections for you. Um, at reasonable rates, like yeah. you know what I mean. I gotta start letting us write this shit, yo. I don't know. <laughs> I'm no disrespect to whoever doing this. I don't. This, this yeah, yeah, yeah. This could be wonderful, but a lot of this shit yes. out here, y'all gotta let us write this. Yeah, that ties into the next thing. Um, I didn't check this out. Uh, I was out the day this was on. Um, I wasn't home when this happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, um, Lifetime. Uh, did a salt and pepper biopic. Um, you know, and if it's Lifetime, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say if it's anything like the other <laughs> Lifetime movies, um, they got such a good track record. Yes, who and before you, I'm, I don't mean to cut you off before we get into it. Uh, if they had, if if they came, if Lifetime came to us, it was like, yo, we need y'all to do, we need y'all to write a biopic for us. Who would you choose? <laughs> I want to do a Rockefeller one. Yo. I mean, it's got mad connections to Philly. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I would love to do a Rockefeller one. Do it like, it'd be like, uh, like Paid in Full meets like the Great Gatsby or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, I would love to, and it would need to be like, it, I don't even know if a miniseries would do it justice. It mm-hmm. may need to be like a couple seasons. Yeah. 
Um, Man. Like, I might need Empire, like, you know what I mean? An Empire run. Yo, if we um, could get four seasons <laughs> to do, like, a Rockefeller series biopic, man. Yeah. That would be you crazy. The, you got to do, like, the whole Jay-Z. Bef- like, because you do, like, you started with, like, Jay hustling or whatever. Mm-hmm. And... Like, you know, Jazz is like, no, come on, do this song, blah, blah, blah. You started that way, right? Yeah. And then, like, he meets Dame early on. He's like, oh, you know, but I, you know, I'm out here getting this bread, so I'm not really trying to, like, this whole rap thing. Like, you know, I'm watching my man. I really get no bread off of it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, you know, motherfuckers get knocked, and he starts realizing, like, yo, I don't know if this is going to be a long run. Yeah. Bye. Then, you know, hooks up with Dame. Then they go shoot the... uh uh, in my lifetime shit In my lifetime John Where they buying out All the champagne And fucking In the Caribbean And yeah. shit like Yeah Dog <laughs> Like Yo. that shit That's like That's the first season Like right. you know what I mean Jay yeah. come through They, they I, don't, I don't know about this jazz He's like no nah, man This John's gonna pop He had a Hawaiian yeah. Sophie shirt and shit You know what I mean Man Yeah, yeah. Cause you can be like You can even tie into the fact That like you know He was touring with uh, Kane Right, like, right, you know what I mean, shit like that. So you could like, there's a lot there, man. You know what I mean. That's like the first season. Then you get into like, you know, reasonable doubt drops, and mm-hmm. you know they had the, the issues with the label stuff. Then they pop over to Def Jam, and yep. then like, stop. You got folks like you. First of all, you got like Jay. Jay may not be the most intriguing in the sense of like he's not like this big over the top personality mm-hmm. but you got you got Dame Dashes you got the Lear Cohen's yeah. like you know what I mean you got a lot of people he had to be like, crazy he had crazy motherfuckers around him yeah so you got big personalities that you could put around him and yep. shit right then you Man. get the whole Philly shit like that's season three like you know what I yep. mean like that's season three shit yep. before then like Ooh. then you get to fall to rock in season four like Dog. imagine season three that's like the whole Philly season but we move away not move away from Jay but Jay has moved to the uh, peripheral yeah, yeah. like they did the wire on season two where it was yeah. all the docs shit yeah you just jump you just all in that mix cause that shit would Dog. be crazy then you do season four, like Cam come on, and then it's just the beginning <laughs> of the end. Yeah, yeah. Like your first, like the season starts with like Jay, like season three ends with Cam coming aboard, mm-hmm. and then like season four starts, Jay's on that yacht getting a phone call, how Dame to made Cam the fucking yeah. vice president and shit, like. Uh. You know it's playing. Or that, that end season three. Right. That's your cliffhanger for season four. Woo! Listen. Yo, somebody give us some bread, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, the shit, uh, welcome to New York City. Like, playing in my head, like, opening season four. Man. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> yeah, y'all gotta, y'all gotta hit us with some bread and a development <laughs> deal. We might edit all of this out so niggas can't. Yeah, might have to edit this out so you steal it. Man, look. Yeah. Lifetime, how at us? Yes, yeah. Listen, I'll do it on Lifetime, though. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, dude, they got like a whole. Don't, no, no, it's Hallmark that has like a whole like Christmas movie universe. Like, you know what I mean? Come on, <laughs> let us do the hip hop universe, y'all. Y'all like, got build your whole hip hop bio, bio, uh, biography, jumps. Telling you, yeah. um, I, I think we can. Uh, 
we could be like transparent about this. We got hit up to do a uh, ad for the Salt and Pepper. Um, How about uh, that movie? Forgot about that. Uh, it never. It fell through. Like negotiations fell through or whatever. Um, but they we did get hit up to do a uh, an ad for this. Um, I didn't watch it, like I said, because I was out. I think you weren't. You didn't watch it either. Um, I, you know, I'm assuming it was on the same levels of all the uh, the, the Lifetime joints, right? Um, and but Spinderella came out and was like trashing it while it was on. Like she was all over Twitter, just being like, you know, she feels fucked over, mm-hmm. like. You know, a group that was about woman empowerment, like, just left her off the fucking... Right. The whole shit. Right. Um, is she not in the film at all? Or is it? Is I, she kind of like... I think she's, like, really pushed to the back. Oh, of wow. just like, it's salt and pepper. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she... she I know she wasn't the original DJ, right? Like, yeah, if I remember was, my history right? It was another uh, Spinderella. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, like, she was there through, like, the whole big shit like when they really started to be who they were yeah. she was there 100% um and apparently like she's pushed to the back a lot in this wow. and that's, like that's like doing a tribe joint and like Ali's not there she, yeah like, Ali's what? It's just like <laughs> that didn't make sense uh, you know what I mean um I, I I I'm I'm disappointed, man. I'm disappointed in the fact that like you can leave spin out like that, man. Yeah. Like she's and when I think of Salt and Pepper, like I think of the picture of them three with yep. like the jackets on and shit. Like that's what I think of. Yep. Um. Yep. You know, it's like you know you gonna do a Rakim movie and like Eric B just ain't there. Yeah. He's he's just like a guy in the background. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah, just a DJ. It's my man Eric. Yeah. Yeah. I. I it's th- weird. I think that um, I could be speculating, but I, I don't think that I'm off base with this. I think that um, the fact that uh, Spinderella is so easily written out of that group's history now speaks to something to the DJ's role in hip hop in general. You know yeah, what I mean? True indeed. True indeed. A lot of people. Cause like we, there was like a whole Twitter debate a couple of weeks ago. People were talking about uh, who's who's the best duo in rap history, which you know is Outkast. You know what I'm saying? Like let's let's keep it real. Um, but some people were saying, "Oh, Tribe Called Quest, Run DMC," and older cats are like, "What are you talking about? Like Run DMC <laughs> yeah. is a trio." You know what I mean? Yeah. You listen to Beast of the Rhymes, they say run DMC and Jam Master J. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're they're a group, they're a trio. But younger heads and and maybe just, you know, how the culture has kind of changed don't really view the DJ as like an integral part of the thing. But I He's I an could, accessory. Right. Or right. they're they're an accessory. So I don't want to just well, you know Yeah. Uh, Excuse anybody, but like I couldn't imagine thinking about like a tribe called Quest and not thinking about Ali. You know what yeah. I mean? In in no way are they a duo to me. You know what I'm saying? EPMD is a little shadier because like uh, Scratch, who also wasn't their original DJ. Yeah, yeah. But Scratch kind of became 
you know, essentially, you know what I mean, uh, EPMD. But I, man, like like Tribe and Run DMC are in no way duos. You know what no. I mean? And and the fact that uh, Spinderella, the group, it seems like the group is trying to like rewrite history. But like you said, when I think of Salt and Pepper, I think of the three of them. You yes. know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't think of just Salt and Pepper. It's Salt Pepper Spinderella. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's prominent in like every video. <laughs> like it's not like she's every even single one. <laughs> it's not like she's even in the back in like that kind of shit. She is prominent in everything. Every interview yeah. is spin with them. Like there's mm-hmm. not a situation where a spin was not a part of that group. Yeah. Um, All those like photo shoots they were doing and like iconic looks in the 90s like the uh, mm-hmm. the joint I don't know if it's What a Man whatever one of the videos where they had like the uh, the flannels on and shit. Every like iconic look the push it video like you think of all three of them yeah like it's black spandex with the big leather jacket and it's all three of them like that's just what it was i don't think of them as a separate separate entities yeah and um yeah it's sad that that you know and like she said she's like you know for a group that like pushed women empowerment to then like exclude one of the found you know one of the the main you know one of the women who was part of it is fucked up right Right. It's um, like it's like a, a cruel irony too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have this group, like you said, it's just has been about empowering women and that was their whole let's talk about sex, all of that, you know what I mean? Like their whole steez was about that. But you're using your like power to silence, you know, y'all comrade who was in there, she was in the trenches with y'all. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's whack. That's whack. If that that like I I haven't seen their response, uh Salt or Pepper's response to mm-hmm. any of it. Um I'm hoping I'm hoping in the sense that like I'm hoping it was more a lifetime thing than a salt and pepper being like, Yeah, well whatever, like we'll sign off on whatever. Mm-hmm. Um because that would be real whack. Uh that'd be real whack. Yeah. Um Go from talking about like people who are forever connected um, to two other people who are forever connected. Um, Big and Pac. Uh, so, yeah. Um, Swiss uh, was talking about, um, I think it was on Jalen and Jacoby too. That's where I think this oh, came shit. from yeah. um, originally. Um, shout out to uh, Jalen Rose too because his mom's like battling cancer right now. Oh, um, wow. Wow. So prayers up for him and his and his family, yeah, yeah. his mother. Um but uh he was saying that like he's gotten a bunch of calls about uh and he really wants to do a big and pock versus. He's just trying to figure mm. out how to do it. Yeah. Um and I mean like it essentially would be like one of the ultimate verses in the sense of like, you know, this is two like super icons uh in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, like two of the most, you know, uh, like biggest people from our generation of like, you know what I mean? When we were kids. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Uh, and forever be closely linked because of like the beef, but then like both of them died within like, they died in six was, were killed with six months of each other. Mm -hmm. So, 
um, they're going to ever f- be forever linked yeah. for those reasons. Um, I was thinking about it, and I think there's only, like, the only way you really could pull it off, excuse me, uh, I think the only way you could really pull off a Biggieverse uh, Pac is to have um, people who were super close to them be the people who were playing the music. Yep. Yep. Excuse me. Um, I think if you do it, like, for me, uh, I would have, for Pac, I would have Shock G. Mm. Um, Yeah. If you, so there's a, QD3, who was uh, Quincy Jones' son, Mm -hmm. um, he did a documentary about Pac. I can't remember the name of it at this time. Um, But after Pac died, there was like nine different, like, you know, documentaries about Pac. He had the most... I don't know if Bob Dylan got more documentaries <laughs> than motherfucker Tupac, though. He had the most. Yeah. So there is a, uh, there's one, the one that QD3 did, he had Shock G on there. And um, Shock talks a lot, obviously, about like him coming up because he was, you know, a roadie for Digital Underground. And um, Shock did a ton of early production on like uh, Tupacalypse Now. Mm-hmm. Um, strictly and then and then um me against the world um some of the late you know the later stuff he just he's not really involved in as much but yeah that early stuff he's super involved in um and when you listen to shock talk about Pac, you can tell he knew this man personally mm-hmm. um, real well yeah uh in a sense that i don't think you get from like some other people especially people who just you know like I know the death row thing is a uh, is what so many people like associate Pac with mm-hmm. is death row records. That was like a six month run, right? You know what I mean? Like he gets out in like spring mm-hmm. of '96, and then like bulldozes through All Eyes on Me and uh, and the Machiavelli joint, and then is is killed. Yeah, so it's crazy. You don't even think about it. Is you watch like a film on Pac, it seemed like he was on death row, you know, two, three years or some shit. Yeah. Or you listen it was, to how it was much like a music large he made. Chunk of, yeah, it was like a large chunk of his life, and it really wasn't. Nah. Um And to think like he shot like two movies at that same time. Crazy. And like, you know what I mean? Like his, the work ethic he was putting in is crazy. Yeah. So for me, I think you would do like, somebody who's really closely associated to both of these brothers mm-hmm. um and not necessarily like one each but like, like i mean like one each but like not one person but like one each who's like really closely associated with them that can add like context to just like playing a song yeah. you know what i mean um because at that you could just put any two djs up there and they could just play just play, yeah. songs from each of them but i think if you want to build it and make it like something really entertaining and something we could pull from like you know shock can probably tell a story that we don't know about mm-hmm. Pac. you know what i mean and you know if anybody like maybe little c's yeah you know yeah. what i mean like i was gonna say i would love to see them do it obviously the corona you know is like you know you gotta distance people i would love to see them do it uh like variety show style you know what I mean? Word, like, word, word, word. Like how they do like Wild and Out where they have like one team and one team over there. I would love to see Kim come out and do the Benjamins with the locks and then yeah. C's come out 
And then on Pac's side, Shock G come out. You know what I'm saying? Or Snoop come out and do like the two of America's most wanted and just do it, you know, like like or not a variety show, variety show or like round robin style. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Where people come out and do the songs or they talk and da 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 have somebody who would be like the host or two hosts that can bring people out and do the songs. That's just, you know, my thought about it. I don't know how they're going to pull this shit off. I would rather see, like you said, somebody close who has context than just a DJ. You get like some schlub up there just playing like the what or whatever. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You got to give me like Primo or somebody. I would love to see Primo or Puff. You know what I mean? Uh, Lil' Kim. You know what I mean? Even if you did it virtually and did it round robin versus seems to struggle with like the technical stuff so maybe they you know maybe they can't do it like that but i would love to see a bunch of people come if y'all gonna do it a bunch of people come out and celebrate yeah you know you get like for Pac, you can have like shock daz mm-hmm. uh tretch crazy uh, yeah you know what i mean like yeah. people that knew him well and like can share like real stories about him um Maybe, you know, some of the outlaws, some yeah. like you know what I mean? People that like, you know, were involved in that man's life as opposed to like, you know, just having some like you said, just having some DJs up there playing songs. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? We can all play like all eyes on me. Like, you know what I right. mean? Like it's not, you know, right. just give some background to it, talk about it. like, you know, Daz is probably in the studio for most of that shit. So Daz come up there and can talk about like, yeah, you know, Pac was working on the movie, so he would do this, this, that, and the third. Like, you know what I mean? Like, give some insight, talk about some stuff, talk about big. You have like C's and Kim and D Rock, and like, you know what I mean? Like, you have these people yeah. there being able to talk about like their history and like, you know, what was going into it, what their thinking was when they were making certain stuff. Um, you know, I, I know I've heard the story before about like, uh, them doing Juicy like Juicy's like the last song recorded for Ready to Die mm-hmm. and uh, like Big didn't want to do it Yeah, you know what I mean Puff was like no I'm telling you this is the one blah 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 like I know that story because I've heard that before but like I know a ton of people never heard that like right. and people to be able to go into like talk about that and how like you know it was it was forcing him to make this song that turned out to be like the song that breaks him mm-hmm. like you know what I mean changed his life yeah yeah um, so I think that stuff would be really dope if you're gonna do it like do it properly I, like I said man I just don't wanna do like you know cause <clears throat> I don't wanna say like you get one shot at it but like no one's coming back for a second big and pock thing when we can no. do it better Yeah, you know what I mean so yeah. do it right the first like, if you're time gonna, yeah if you're gonna do it do it right you know what I mean Yeah, do it right and I, I think they both you know the legacies like they deserve that you know what i mean to do it properly yeah and i would love to see young people um getting into or introduced to songs or like aspects of these guys that they they may not be familiar with you know what i mean you know like my son and my daughter they know who biggie and Pac is um Uh they don't you know they're not like super fans of their music or nothing yeah i think um, you once you can sit down and see that kind of stuff, you can see how big the influence is that like they still have now, even on rappers coming up. Yep, you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, because even if like 
you know, whatever rapper, like if you, you know, the baby or whatever, right? Like he may not say like, oh, this person directly influenced, you know, Pac directly influenced me, mm-hmm. but you know, who he's influenced by was directly influenced by Pac. Like, you know what I mean? Right. These, you know, there's, there's, you know, a chain of events that happen. Like, you know what I mean? There's cause and effect and like, you know, who he was influenced by was influenced by Pac, who was influenced by this person. Like, you know what I mean? So I think, um, being able to see and make those connections is dope. You know what I mean? Like, yo, listen, man, Pac shot off duty cops and beat people in the street and shit like that. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The baby might've like knocked some dude out in the mall, but like, you know what I mean? Right. Did your favorite rapper shoot it off duty cop? No. Yeah. A, a true hero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tupac Shakur. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, um, I think we can. Uh, I think we can get ready to start wrapping up. Yeah. Um, did you listen to anything new this week? Yeah, yeah. I listened to um, Off Top. Uh, Breeze Bruin put out a new record. Uh, Breeze Bruin from the Juggernauts um, hasn't. Also, uh, cats may know him from uh, Prince Paul, uh, Prince Among Thieves. He's like the main character in that shit, and. Um, He's been, you know, like guest verses here and there, but the juggernauts haven't been active. He's like a school teacher now, you know what I mean? But he ah, okay. he came back with a record and this shit is like a fucking fireball. <laughs> this shit is so crazy. Um I'm trying to see who the production is. He he got uh uh Marco Polo, Black Milk, DJ Spinner, uh, Maceo from De La is on it and it's really just you know if you know him exactly what you would expect it's like his pen is is impeccable the beats are crazy it's just it's it's exactly what I would have expected it's like he's low-key one of the illest out and has been for a long time you know what I'm saying so it's it's just ill to see him come back with like this really super solid record and for people to be you know showing him love and giving him his flowers he's really you know in the in the late 90s he was one of the illest you know what i mean mm-hmm. when he was down with company flow and and all of them and he's really maintained a high high level of mcn and he's just like getting busy all over this record. It's like it, it, it warmed my heart to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about to check that out. Um I didn't even know that came out. Yeah, it's it's um, really fucking dope. What's the name of it? It's called Hindsight. Hindsight, okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to check that joint out. Um yeah, I checked out the new Mad Lib record. Um mm-hmm. was it Sounds of the Ancestors, right? Sound Ancestors or something like that. Sound Ancestors, yeah, yeah. yeah Sound Ancestors. Um, it's dope. I really like it, man. Um, uh, it's hard because like when I listen to Mad Lib, I'm just going like, yo, so-and-so will be really dope over this beat. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> um, I, I always go like, you know, I'm listening, I'm like, yo, Yasin would kill this. Yeah. Um, I, they need to do a tape together, man. He, you know, he did shit on, uh, the ecstatic, but yeah. I would love to see a whole Yasin Mad Lib collaboration. And I, I wonder how much of like 
it was he did shit on there or like Yasin just like because a lot of that's like beat conductor in India and right. beat conductor in Africa beats right. <laughs> like Yasin just took um so yeah but I would love to see them work together yeah. on something like, and, it, and I know Yasin just did a uh, like the Louis Vuitton like was just rhyming at like the Louis Vuitton show yeah like him that, and Saul so. Williams was in that yeah and yeah exactly they, yeah. It, I, rem- I forgot that uh they madly produced that new Black Star album. That's oh, that's right. Probably that we're never, never gonna, gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. I did forget about that. Um, yeah, we're never gonna see that. Jesus. Um, yeah. Damn, I forgot all about that. Yeah, I forgot that he did do that. Um, yeah. So like, I was sitting there listening to it, and I'm just like, yo. Uh, uh, like Freddie Gibbs would be dope on this joint, like you know what I mean. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think like, but it's dope. It's really dope. Like sonically, it's crazy. Um, and impressed for this, he was talking about. I think it was in the Guardian. He said, uh, like they were talking about like missed opportunities for him, and he said he missed a phone call to uh, be on Kendrick Lamar's uh, to Pebble Butterfly. To Butterfly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, he was supposed to be on that record. Like they called him to work, and he just like he because apparently like he doesn't have like uh, a cell phone and shit like that. Like he's gotten rid. Like he doesn't do any of that shit. Yeah, he just um, he just make music. Yeah, was it, was is it him that I heard like just like kind of gets up in the morning and just like just starts making music. Like he gets up, yeah, like makes his like gets his daughter ready for school or whatever, and just like just starts making music. Yeah. I was watching something. He was saying he was like, yeah, that's my day. Like. I kick it with my kids and I just make beats and like yeah. when I'm making music like my kids come in they hang with me and I'm just rocking out like he's like zoned in yeah and that's a dope listen man if that's what you can make your life be man that's fucking dope like you know what I mean yeah um, <clears throat> I'm interested I think there's something like you so when did like a hip hop instrumental album become a thing so I have lots of uh, thoughts and theories about this. Um, as far as I can, uh, as far as I can tell, uh, Mark the Forty Five King was the first person making full length instrumental hip hop records. Okay, probably around like eighty nine. Okay, I was gonna say maybe late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, probably like eighty nine. So because like the whole thing. Uh, as far as I've seen, you know, the cats used to do like the DJ cut where they would let the DJ just get busy over a beat and there would be no rapping or anything. And that kind of started it. And then it evolved into what 45 King was doing where he was making like break records where it was really just an instrumental beat that people Mm -hmm. could rhyme on and that DJs could cut over. And then that sort of evolved into like you know, DJ Crush and DJ Shadow and all of that stuff where people were making instrumentals that, you know, no rapper was intended to be on. So it kind of, I was telling niggas uh, the other day, actually, that I'm going to do like a history of instrumental hip hop on Twitter as a thread. I just, I've been like busy doing other shit. I haven't had the time. Uh, But yeah, it's, I would say uh, 45 King, was probably the first person to do like a full length record that was just beats. Shadow, I think, is the first one I remember like mass. Like people I knew were like 
had that shadow record. Yeah. Um, and they were like past, and people were like, yo, check this joint out, blah, blah, blah. And I think mm-hmm. that was the first one I heard that was like just instrumental hip hop. Yeah. Like just a beat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, a lot of people, um, shadow, the phrase like trip hop was coined mm-hmm. for DJ Shadow. I was about you know to say, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think that's how I remember being classified. Like, yeah. it might have been you who gave it to me and was like, yo, check this joint out. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I was just wondering. I was just like, it's interesting to me. Because that's like a whole thing. Like, now it's, you right. know, a regular basis. Like, there's just like instrumental albums that yeah. come out. Um. Yeah, listen. I think people should check it out. It's fucking dope. Um, sonically, so fucking great to hear. And, like... You know, Mad Lib shit is like real atmospheric and and um, like dense and shit. So like it's it's always it's always dope listen to listen to some Mad Lib shit. So yeah, um, check that shit out. Um, hey, we got new shit up in the shop mm-hmm. um, on seriousrapshit.com. Uh, we have a mug. Uh, put some coffee in this jaw. Um, mm-hmm. We have new T-shirts, new hoodies. Um, a whole new shop out there. Listen, if you have ordered from us and you received your product, like, you know, if you take a picture in it or just of it, like tag us in it. Come on. Um, and we'll repost it. Uh, I'm, I've been meaning to tell people that and just forgot. Um, but yeah, like if you have some stuff like, you know, we've reposted other people. So, you know, if you have it, you tag us in it, we'll repost it on our socials. Um, uh, but yeah, new shit is up in the shop. Some new stuff is coming soon. Some more new stuff is coming soon. Um, we still have the Abolish Ice uh, hoodies and T-shirts. Because um, while Biden has uh, executive order to no longer um, uh, fund private prisons, that doesn't include the uh, ICE detention centers. Um, yeah. So uh, we need to you know, continue to put pressure on them for that. And part of the proceeds from the abolished ice hoodies and t-shirts go toward, um, uh, helping, uh, migrant families with legal aid. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just hit up serious period. Uh, check us out over there. Uh, also we have the vivo channel, go like, and subscribe on there. Comment. Uh, we have some more stuff. The video just went up the other day. There'll be another video. By the time this goes up, uh, there'll probably be another video up. Um, so we're just going to keep building. Like I said, we have stuff like our rollout dates are all the way into like March right now mm-hmm. uh, for stuff. Um, so we'll and we'll be recording some more stuff soon. Uh, and it'll just it's just get going to keep getting pumped with stuff like every five days. You'll there'll be a new video up there. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to keep putting more stuff up in there. So there's going to be a lot of content there. So you need some more serious rap shit. Go hit up the serious rap shit Vivo page. Um, there's going to be shit up there all the time. Um, and uh, listen, if you're listening to this on the Apple Podcast app, um, you can rate and review us right in the app. It helps us out a lot. Um, pushes us further up, you know, um, five stars five stars five stars uh check us out there and um rate review us uh share you know share this shit with your homies let people know about it it only helps us you know if you like us i'm sure you want more people to know about us so um hit us up and then uh other than that man y'all be good we'll be back next week with some more fire man peace peace